Hello everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode. Um, so today we're going to talk about parallel universes, we're going to talk about some alien shit, we're going to talk about time travel, um, we'll talk about other things, I don't know, we'll figure out something to talk about, um, but those are the major things that I will be discussing today, and just as a quick reminder, um, if you are listening to the podcast, you can definitely find it on almost all major streaming platforms, um, so definitely give it a follow if you want to see, uh, keep in touch with the newest, up uh, fuck, the newest episodes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just tripping on my words today, Jesus. Um, Alright, so this is going to be a fun episode, I guess, since I can't talk right today. Um, but stick around, we're going to go ahead and have some fun here, grab your bong. This is the Sliming Hour. The truth is out there. I want to talk about time travel. So, I mean, we've all seen the movies like Back to the Future, um, Time Cop, Hot Tub Time Machine. (laughs) We've seen a lot of these movies that have to deal with time travel and the rules of time travel. You know, you're not supposed to interfere with your future self or anybody in the future. You're not supposed to uh, make any alterations, things like that. Um, How it can create a paradox and, you know, things will be different in the future. You step on a fucking butterfly and then the dinosaurs are back when you come back, you know, shit like that. It's it's weird. It's weird how, you know, how those rules in movies um, apply and, and make sense. But, um, you know, other theories like, you know, it really just doesn't affect anything in the future. It just creates a different timeline. So, um, you know, the timeline that you knew is pretty much just somewhere else and you're you're on a new path. It's almost the same, but not quite different. Um, it's, it's weird. I I don't know. Time travel to me is, is weird. Something I would love to do, but at the same time, it's something I don't want to meddle with too much because what if you just get stuck somewhere you can't come back from, you know what I mean? But, um, what I wanted to talk about was, so I've, I've told a few of my friends and things like that about this post that I found on Reddit. It's from a year ago, maybe more. Um, so the users, um, that's on here, um, the, the title specifically says time traveler from the year 2154 asked me anything. Yes, I am still here. So, uh, basically it's saying still have a few more years in your timeline. Done this a few times, but never got any good questions. Third or fourth time is a charm. Ask away. Remember, I cannot answer any questions, which may change events in your time timeline, like lotto numbers, Super Bowl outcomes, etc. Makes sense. You don't want to I mean, who wouldn't want to win the lottery, but still, you know, you don't want to fuck with anything. So there's a bunch of odd questions in here. So this person asked him right off the bat just to kind of see if they're bullshit or not. Um, Wouldn't even the most trivial bit of knowledge of the future change the timeline so you can't actually answer any questions? Time Traveler responds by, that's a tricky question. Things will happen in the next few years that are very much set in stone, well within a margin. 
uh, but things like lotto numbers and Super Bowl outcomes would enable otherwise normal people to make themselves a place in history where they wouldn't be, where they wouldn't otherwise have. Um, so basically, if if you won, won the lottery and you became like some important popular celebrity or something like that, then you know it would. Um, you're not supposed to be there, basically. You, you've made that change for yourself. Um, but if things are set in stone, that means it was supposed to happen, right? Look, I'm not a scientist, I'm a historian, so I won't pretend to know exactly how time travel works. I am just operating within the boundaries I was given. My handler gave me three simple rules. Do not offer information that would jeopardize my mission. Do not offer information that could change history and abide by your laws. So basically, this guy isn't an official time traveler scientist. He's more of just a historian. Um, so from what I understand, they send him back in time and they pretty much just, you know, observe and um, go back and look at things and study them as far as like uh, political things, uh, major things in history that they're observing. But going on to the next question. Um, so let's see here. So what's the best global event that happened in your lifetime and greatest catastrophe? So the time traveler responds by, I was born in 2123, so not much happened in the last 31 years. But the greatest global event that I have witnessed in my own time was the discovery of an ancient city on a planet called Oridian F in the Andromeda Galaxy. Uh, we found an outpost in, in Andromeda in March of 2143 and found no signs of intelligent life beyond the city. As you can imagine, there was a fairly monumental discovery, as it was also the only known sign of intelligent life anywhere. Even in my time, we found life nowhere in our galaxy. Admittedly, we've only mapped out 60%, but still. So the person responds, why this is so specific, I love it. Why are you back in this time, and how do you like it compared to 2150-ish? I'm here to study a few major events which will happen in the next several years. As to how I'm liking it, well, it's a bit like, well, it's like being thrown back in time basically i read about this time period in college and the trump administration always fascinated me any chance you can visit australia and how do we fare in the future time traveler responds by in my time or yours in my time earth is a sort of preserved monument to pre-cataclysm history most of us live in the outer colonies though there are still a few hundred thousand living on earth i will be visiting australia soon though uh your time our country is doing pretty well in my time, or so I think we are. And mind you, this was a year ago before these fires even broke out. And the time traveler responds by, for now. And then the other person is, oh dear. So, I don't know, maybe he was right about the uh, the major fire in, in Australia. I mean, that's a, that's a red, red flag there, you know, it might be possible. So some of these people even ask some stupid fucking questions, like, why is Manny's banned in the future? How the hell would you make a sandwich without mayo, responds the time traveler. No, but it's a lot healthier. So I was noticing, too, as we're going down some of these questions, I'm not going to show you all the questions and answers, but there's some in here that pertain to food and, and different things. Next question asks, all right, then you guys over in the year 2154 know what either dark matter is or how gravity works yet. Time traveler responds by, I'm fairly certain you guys have discovered how gravity works. Dark matter is a trippy, tricky subject. As I've said, I'm a historian, not a scientist, but dark matter is used in my time, but still not fully understood. So, dark matter is probably like the new Energizer battery, maybe? Who knows? Uh, he really didn't get too um, into that. Uh, here we go. So, are cryptocurrencies still around? If so, which one is the biggest? 
Uh, Time Travel responds by, yeah, they're still kicking around Bitcoin Crash. That's the biggest one. The biggest one at the moment is called Ethereum with an A, not, not Ethereum with an E, how um, that one is out there today. But this one is Aetherium, which is A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-M. And that's pretty much all he said on that. Um, so, oh, here's here's a good one. So somebody asked, what is the average human life expectancy in 2154? So medicine and science have progressed exponentially compared to your time. People are eating healthier. Manufacturers are heavily regulated. So things like phosphates, antibiotics, and steroids are no longer put into food. Salt is also heavily controlled as it is bad for your organs. And after the cataclysms, it became fairly rare. With the use of life-extending drugs or gene manipulation, the average human in my time can expect to live around 150 years. Using gene manipulation and Aviga, a drug which helps... Uh, to halt cellular decay can help can expect uh, to more than double that. There's also the option of uploading yourself into a biomechanical analog, effectively gaining near eternal life. Let's stop right there. So this guy is basically saying that um, with gene manipulation and some fucking drug that they've come out with called Aviga, which start, halts um, cellular decay, it's not uncommon for somebody to live up to 100 years 150 years or even with the medicine you know double that 300 years holy fuck we're fucking immortal in 2154 we're fucking highlanders all of us all of us got fucking swords and we're beheading each other this is insane so <laughs> it's weird um how he just keeps on going on about this and then the uh, the whole biomechanical thing so there's also an option in 2154 of you being able to upload your consciousness into a biomechanical suit or, or a, some kind of body, I guess, is what they're pretty much trying to say. Um, so that will definitely make you immortal because just as long as you keep getting your your iTunes updates and shit like that, I mean, who's to say you won't be up to date with the latest version of the operating system, right? Um, so that's pretty cool. I mean... I wish they would come out with that now. I'd fucking... I'd jump into a robot body and live forever. Why not, right? I don't know. This is, this is all very... So I, I went through these questions a few months back, and now I'm coming back, and I'm reading them again for you. Um, but as I'm reading them through them again, because I just kind of skimmed through all of them, um, they're, they're just very fucking weird. I, I don't know. Oh, here's a good one. So this is one that we can look out for in 2020 to see if this time traveler is legit or not. So somebody asked one more question not related. How many more albums do Radiohead make after a moon-shaped pool? So everybody, a fair amount of people know who Radiohead is, the band. Um, he says, I'm afraid it's all bad news here. Shit. The death of Thom's wife hit him hard, and after years of battling crippling insomnia and substance abuse, he sadly took his own life on August 24th, 2020. Write this date down, August 24th, 2020. I already put it in my calendar in my phone. I'm going to look and see if this dude dies on August 24th, 2020. If he dies, everything that this guy has said in this thing is legit. So we've got a few months to see if this is going to be real or not. Um, whether you believe or not, you know, that's totally up to you. Um, I, I wouldn't say that I believe, but I'm waiting for that proof to come around. So when August 24th comes around, if it's legit, it's legit, you know? So... <laughs> Uh, th this was a good one. This this one I, I actually was interested in. So somebody asked this time traveler, which iPhone do you have? Time traveler responds by, things like that don't exist in my time. Instead, we have what is called Dianet, D-I-A-N-E-T. 
direct interactive access network. Listen, listen to this. Think of it like the internet, telephone, television, entertainment, all in one, controlled through a tiny chip the size of a needle point, implanted in your brain and connected to optic, auditory, and olf olfactory nerves so that you can see, smell, and hear everything right inside your head. Hold on a second. So they've come up with this tiny little chip the size of a, of, of a pen needle, and they put it in your brain, and it connects to all your major uh, sensories in the brain. And when you're watching a movie, like if somebody's cooking like a badass burger on the grill or um, a car hauls ass past you and, you know, the the smell of the exhaust or the smell of the burger on the barbecue, you can smell that and probably even taste it, you know, if, if it's if it's that tapped into your brain. How fucking awesome is that to fucking see and smell and taste a movie? It just doesn't get any better than that, or at least in my opinion, it doesn't. So um, you can know anything in an instant, taste and smell a recipe before you cook it. That is fucking amazing. You want to cook this badass recipe that you see online, um, but you're unsure because it has, for example, coconut. I hate fucking coconut. So, but in some certain foods, coconut is okay because you really don't taste the coconut. So I've learned that. So there's certain things that I will eat that has coconut in it. So imagine trying all these recipes that have coconut and I can go in there and try them. And if I taste one hit of coconut, I can say, no, that's not the one that I want. So um, that is pretty cool. You can listen to music without disturbing a soul, which is pretty cool because you can turn it up as high as you want in your head. It can be like a live concert and nobody would even know that. That's that's fucking badass. That's badass. Uh, or you can even have a conversation with a friend in your head. You know, you send text messages to your to your susia or your best friend or something like that. Um, you can even send virtual nudes if you want. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, that's, uh, you know, you can share naked pictures of each other in your, each other's heads and nobody would even be able to see it and nobody would be able to hack you or would they? Because it is still technology in your head. So you got to wonder like what kind of security settings they have for it or antivirus or anything like that. What if you get a virus in your fucking, in your chip and it's in your head and shit hits the fan. That's how we get zombies. Okay, I'm, I'm trailing too far here. Um, but going back to it, the way I'm describing it doesn't do it justice. It's both amazing and scary at the same time. It sounds amazing and scary at the same time. So a person responds by, that sounds amazing. Does that company, Apple, still exist? What about other current big tech companies like Google, Microsoft, etc.? Google and Microsoft are still around. Apple started focusing on smart self-driving cars and was eventually bought out by Tesla. I mean, Apple tried to take a run at, a, at an Apple car here a couple years ago, I think, or several years ago. Um, I don't think it ever came to be, or at least not that I can remember. But I don't know, maybe it's something Apple will go down again, a, a road they'll go down again, and we'll see what happens. Look, here's somebody trying to like question the credibility of, of what they're saying. So this person asks, you said that the oldest living person in your time is 536. But that would mean he was born in 1618. Please explain. Did he just pop up out of nowhere and say, hey, I've been around since the 17th century. Also, what happened to the Netherlands and Japan? So Time Traveler responds by saying, around December of 2046, scientists have uh, were working with the Human Genome Project, discovered a sequence of genes that would seemingly regenerate cells continuously. Later, it was found out that a few hundred years, the gene sequence would slow and eventually switch off. After this discovery, a few very confused and quite old people came forward, claiming to be centuries old. The man I spoke of was one of the first 
and will be one of the last, as this particular trait seems to be astronomically rare. Also, what happened to the Netherlands and Japan? To my knowledge, not much of note happened to the Netherlands, Netherlands between now and my time. After World War II and the Exodus, countries don't really exist anymore. We are all citizens of UPC. Japan has a role in World War III, though I won't ruin the surprise. Interesting. Countries don't exist anymore in the future. Now we're all under the UPC. What the fuck is the UPC? Uh, okay, so going back to the Bitcoin thing, right? So when is Ethereum introduced in the cryptocurrency market? Do you mean Ethereum, though? You said the future is immutable. Uh, does that mean everything is predetermined and free will does not exist? Are we living in a simulation? What is causing the Mandela effect? And then TX for thanks. Time Trevor responds by, I do not mean Ethereum, I meant Ethereum, which will be introduced in a few years. I don't remember saying the future is immutable. Uh, time is strange. Every decision you make in your life fractures time. Each branch is a possibility. Sometimes these branches create other timelines. So everything, everywhere, everyone is possible. It is entirely possible we're living in a simulation, but scientists, even in my time, still have seen no concrete, verifiable evidence. The Mandela effect is caused by an aforementioned fractures in time overlapping. It, should hap it shouldn't happen, but sometimes it does. I hope I've answered your questions, and if you have any more, please feel free to ask. Okay, so here's another person. Um, so do they treat mental health issues in your town? I haven't heard the term town in a very long time. The city I live in is called New Vega. It's about eight parsecs from Earth. Parsecs like Star Wars. In case you got the impression, I still live there. Mental health has, has come a long way in the last hundred years. Schizophrenia, psychosis, bipolar mania, etc. no longer exists. So obviously the answer is no. So yeah. So it looks like in, in the last, you know, in the next hundred years... Um, all kinds of major mental health issues are going to go away, like bipolar, uh, PTSD, shit like that. So that's pretty cool they find a, a cure for that because a lot of people suffer from mental illness. I myself even suffer from depression at times. It hits me heavy in some certain days, but most of the time it's manageable. Um, so, you know, I'd totally be down for some kind of like mental health cure. So somebody asked about Reddit. They said, what has Reddit become to be in 2154 or does it even still exist time traveler responds by saying twitter bought out most social media in my time i have never even heard of reddit until i came here interesting so twitter like they're probably like in the lower five of social medias and in the future they come up and buy out like facebook and instagram so do you think it'll be twittergram <laughs> This next one is a pretty interesting one. So somebody asked multiple questions. Um, so someone asked about an AI. The first AI to pass the Turing test was an android named Autumn in the mid-2080s. While I would not say the human AI are equals, there are still ongoing debates about AI rights. So it looks like artificial intelligence is a thing in his time. Um, there's just an ongoing debate about rights. Uh, do they have any rights, basically? Uh, manually driven conveyances still exist in my time and are still more uh, prevalent to than so-called self-driving cars. Normally, though, most people use a localized Seyfried Marshall field generator to teleport over long distances or just even to work. So now they got teleportation devices where you can just get point A to point B in no time. That would be fantastic because I'm trying to get to Wingstop 
and I'm trying to pick up my wings, but I got to go through other people and it takes me 10 minutes to get there and all that nonsense. This teleportation, teleportation device will get me there and snap of a finger. So um, that's pretty cool. I mean, we won't be alive to see it, but, you know, there you go. Um, so the cure for cancer was discovered in your time, but was buried because pharmaceutical companies were allowed to run rampant and basically make their own rules. Your government eventually will be run by people that actually care about you and pharmaceutical companies will be taxed into virtual non-existence. A healthcare plan will be put in place that takes care of the patient instead of the disease and the cure for cancer will become widespread. Cancer is virtually eradicated by 2100. You know... This, we already know that the ph pharmaceutical companies are fucking leeches and take everybody's money and whatnot. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, it, it seems like it's it's taken us quite some time to get our shit together if this is indeed true. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for everybody that they finally got their shit together if, you know, if it is real. But, uh, damn, it took all the way to 20, 2100 before, you know, fucking everybody got their shit together. That's a long time. That is a long time. Wow, there's even one that's asked, you know, if androids are used as mates. Yes, a lot of people choose to mate with androids, especially those who have undergone consciousness transfer. So it seems like, you know, androids are more loyal, more loving, caring. So that's pretty cool. You find love in a robot. It's not, you know, something that's hasn't been unheard of. People fall in love with their PlayStation, you know. <laughs> it happens. Are scientists in your timeline using quantum computers? If so, are they much more advanced than ours? If not quantum computers, what type of computer are they using? Computers in my time are incredibly advanced. They use 3D quantum liquid crystal and top topological superconductors, both of which are were discovered in your time. And they are every bit as advanced as androids. In fact, they are the so-called uh, positronic brain uses these technologies. Uh, does your scientist extract or use resources from parallel universes for their own benefit? That's not how I would phrase it. We do extract vacuum energy. That's all for now. I'll answer your other questions in just a bit. Duty calls. So this guy, um, you know, is here working um, in our time. You know, like he mentioned, he, he's doing he's doing research as a historian, but his um, his his big focus is the Trump administration because for some reason it interested him. Um, I've yet to come across somebody who's asked why, and I'm just kind of, there's there's a lot of information here. So I mean, August twenty fourth, twenty twenty, that's the date we want to look for because that's the closest one that would you know prove any of this shit is real or not. So mark that on your calendar. Um, if you want to take a look at this article, um, I can definitely send you the link. Um, just DM me on Instagram, um, the Sliming Hour. Um, I'm also on Facebook as well. So you can um, just message me. I'll shoot you the link and you can check it out for yourself. There is a lot of content here. Um, I don't want to spend a whole hour just reading. I mean, I can, but I don't want to. So <laughs> uh, we got other stuff to talk about as well. But yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, this time traveler is just, you know, out doing his thing, his job. And um, hopefully all this shit is legit because a lot of it makes sense. If you go through it, you know, as far as um, what they use as resources, um, they even found like a plant-based protein instead of um, actual meat so because they've uh they've moved to the moons of uh, of jupiter uh, some of these comments will mention that uh, that they have a plant-based protein so they rarely ever eat animals it's probably like a a once a year thing i wonder if they have turkeys for thanksgiving 
Man, that would be a total fucking bummer if there was no turkey for Thanksgiving. You're just going to eat this glob of protein or whatever, however it comes. That That's pretty depressing, but whatever. I mean, they've gotten their shit together. Health is more of an issue, so I'm sure food presentation and shit like that doesn't even really fucking matter if, if they're, uh, you know, so health conscious and um, have a higher life expectancy. All those preservatives and shit are out of the food. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it as far as this time traveler goes. I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting. I sat here for two hours going through all his comments. Um, I didn't go through all of them, all of them, but I went through a fair amount of them and it was just mind boggling to, um, to read all that information. So yeah, that was the, um, that was a time traveler, traveling time, traveling time. But, uh, this is the part of the show where we are going to take a smoke break. Um, so grab your bong, grab your joint, grab your blunt, grab whatever you want. If you want to go grab a glass of water and a snack, that is perfectly fine. Um, if you are on your way to work and you're listening to this, be sure to stop by Starbucks, get your coffee. Um, so we'll break here for just a moment and then we will come back. All right. And we are back. Let's, uh, let's, let's dive into the next subject, you know? Um, so we're going to talk about aliens. Um, so I, I really don't have anything new as far as sightings or anything like that there's just so many and my phone just went off so i actually have a story about a sighting that i've had recently um that i wanted just to share i was driving out of my subdivision it was nighttime it was probably about 8 eight thirty, maybe even nine ish um so there is this main road that goes straight out and it goes back to the highway you can go left or right whichever way you want to go so I was coming out of the subdivision. I was turning left onto the street and the moon was really big to my left, uh, which would be west, I believe. And I'm going turning onto this road, but I can see it's so big and, and, and lit up. Everything else, you know, just would look different as far as the stars. You really don't see too many out there, but you see this one big bright one like to the lower right of it. So I'm looking at it. And it's too bright to be a star, like it's too big or too bright, like if it's too close. So I'm looking at it, and I shit you not, that thing is moving very slowly. Uh, It is going actually towards the moon. So I'm going down this road, I'm going towards the highway, and I've probably almost died about four times because I'm looking, you know, out through my window trying to track this thing down. Um, So as I get to the highway right there, it's, it's a clearing outside of the trees. And I'm looking up at the moon, and this thing has gotten closer to the moon. Now, it's moving slow, but it's moving just enough for you to notice that it's moving. So I start kind of panicking a little bit, freaking out. You know, am am I really seeing a UFO? Because, you know, planes, they have the little red and, and, uh, and blue and white flashers on it that would indicate that it's a plane. But it was a solid, bright ball of light, like a star, but way too close. So somebody mentioned that it could have been the space station or a satellite, but I've never seen one with the, you know, with, I guess, the naked eye or, or normal vision without using, you know, a telescope or anything like that to to see one. You know, I, I just never have visibly seen one moving in the sky to say that's that's what it is. And the satellites move so fast, it's just kind of like a, you know, a dash across the sky. It's not moving that slow. Um, so I, I wouldn't think that it was that, but it, it was just so weird. And I put it on my Facebook a while back, my, my personal Facebook, and somebody, you know, mentioned that it was the space station or, or, or satellite, but I, I don't believe that because 
it was moving different. It was it, it was different. It's it's you get that feeling that you know it's it's not normal. This is not something you see every day. Um, and funny thing is, is that I read a couple of days later that same night, a couple of people in my city um, saw that as well. And somebody even saw an actual UFO in close, you know, closer proximity as far as, you know, how close it was to, to them, not towards the moon. Um, so it, it seemed like more of a ball of light in the sky. So it was pretty crazy because, I mean, what was it? You know, I, I know I live in a military city, you know, where they've got different bases, um, Air Force bases. But I really don't think that, you know, it's some prototype or anything like that that they're working on or some plane that's in you know incognito or um, stealthy or anything like that so that's pretty much what happened um i was i was totally amazed by that because i've never seen anything you you always watch shit on tv ufo sightings these people that have their stories and you always hope to see one one day i even hope sometimes that i can get abducted minus the anal probing um but wouldn't it be awesome just to get, you know, abducted by an alien? You know, they're they're a nice race. They're, they take you up to their ship and they tell you, you know, basically, hey, we're going to take you to our planet. You know, we're going to let you live among us, learn this and that. Um, we've got plenty of weed. You know, if, if the alien tells me that, I, I was I would have been sold. I would have been like, let's go. Let's uh, let's put this bitch in the hyperdrive and, and let's let's roll. Let's roll. Let's gun it to 88 miles an hour. <laughs> who wouldn't want to be abducted by an alien right that would be fucking awesome but anyways um that was my story that was uh my sighting story and this actually happened within the last month so it's pretty pretty recent um but yeah that's what happened now if um if you do live in the south texas area i live in san antonio um if you do listen to this and you are from San Antonio if you did see something like that message me and let me know I don't know if anybody from San Antonio does listen to this but if you do hit me in the DMs let's talk about this alright so switching gears um, I actually went to the movies a couple weekends ago and I saw The Invisible Man well actually I think it was this past weekend that, that you know that passed us up I went to go see The Invisible Man and so People are trying to compare it to the original one. I think it's totally different um, in the, especially in the storyline that they went with this. Um, it was very different, you know, um, in in the original Universal Invisible Man. It was more about the guy and you know his experiment and his uh, his transition as the Invisible Man and and just how it affected him and his life and things like that. This one is more about the woman. Um, this one was more directed at her was more about her and although you know it it did involve the guy with, with the invisible uh invisibleness i'm going to use that word don't judge me <laughs> um his invisibleness um was part of the story as well but you know it was it was more focused on her the the torment that that he brought to her or or caused her um i, I don't want to go too detailed into the movie because especially if you haven't seen it I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, it was really a good movie. I liked the direction they went with the storyline. I was totally impressed. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. I would call it more along the lines of sci-fi thriller. Um, but it, it was it was good. It, it, it was a fantastic movie. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, it's been a long time since I've, I've enjoyed a movie like that. Like, I give it two thumbs up. Fine holiday fun. It, it was fun. It, it was a good movie. Um, now, some people... 
I've talked to didn't like it because it didn't stick to the original storyline of the Invisible Man. Um, so that's what they went in expecting. So um, as as me personally, when I watch movies, I go in with no expectation. Because even though if it's a reboot or a remake and I complain and say, oh, well, why are they doing this and this and that? If I want to see it, I'm going to go see it. But I'm going to go in with an open mind. Because if not, then I'm going to set an expectation. Then I'll be disappointed. And I'll completely forget that, you know, why I wanted to watch the movie, which which is just for the fun of it, for, for entertainment. Um, so I, I went in with no expectations and it exceeded any expectations that I could have put in place because that was an awesome movie. Um, but it's it's a very different story, so it's not like the original at all. So be aware of that um, when, when you do go. So just don't set any expectations. Grab your popcorn, your soda, um, nachos, whatever it is that you do consume. And just go in there and enjoy the movie. Just watch it. No, don't try and think into it or anything like that. Just go for the ride. Enjoy the ride. That's all I'm saying. So now that we're talking about movies, um, this movie, I I, I want to say it's, it's like parallel universes. Um, but it's a movie that I've seen a couple times already. So it's, it's called Coherence, if you haven't seen it already. Um, so basically, the, the the one actor that I can tell you that's in it, it's the guy that plays Xander in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, TV show. So that guy comes out in it. So basically what it is, it's uh, it's these friends, right? They all get together for a dinner at a friend's house. It's actually his house, um, him and his wife. So they get there, and you know they're talking about this meteor that's passing over the Earth, but it's passing very close. Um, so it can affect certain things like technology, um, other things, um, radio signals, whatnot. Um, so you start seeing them, you know, gathering at the house. Um, everybody's phone isn't working because the screen cracked somehow on its own. So they're starting to notice that. Then they start noticing, um, you know, as they're going through the night, they're starting to talk about things. Um, somebody knocks at the door, but nobody's there. So they think somebody's fucking with them. And the lights go out, shit hits the fan as far as their paranoia because the lights are out, somebody's knocking outside. So they find this box outside, and basically the box has, you know, pictures of them with numbers on it, things like that. And um, they're starting to get clues here and there what's going on. And uh, one of the guy's brothers said he, he studies meteors and things like that, and he said, if anything happens when this meteor crosses, call me immediately. Um, so they do try and reach out to the guy, but they can't get a hold of him because no phones are working, internet's not working, things like that. So they're kind of shit out of luck. Um, so basically with this movie, they're they're starting to find out that they uh, two of them go down to the house down the street. And one of the guys that comes back is like white face scared. Um, so the other guy is just kind of like, you know, nobody was there and this and that. The other guy's not saying nothing. It's like he's scared shitless and they ask him what's going on. So he says he looked inside that window and he saw them all sitting around a table just like if they were at the other house. And um, he was scared shitless because he, he didn't understand what was going on or what's happening. So as the movie progresses on, they start getting little hints or clues about what's going on, about the meteor. They start putting two and two together. Um, so basically what's happening in the movie is that there's alternate realities out there. So somehow this comet caused all these realities to... What's the word that I'm looking for? Like, like come together like as one. So they're all existing as this comet is passing. One, one reality. So now they realize that 
the guys that came back to the house were from the other house. And the way that they told that, uh, or they figured that out, is they had uh, glow sticks different colors. So they started off all in the house with blue glow sticks. So the guys that came back had red glow sticks. So the other two guys found out, you know, that they were in the wrong spot and they needed to go back. So they just dis up and disappear. And um, th they don't come back. So the other people in the house are wanting to look for them. But then they realize that um, all these realities, since they're all basically existing on one plane, that they'd have to go and find the correct ones. So the, the last half of the, or the last part of the movie is them basically jumping house to house trying to figure out which reality that they belong in before that comic passes and they're stuck where they're stuck at. So the uh, the movie ends in a, in a kind of in a weird way. Um, I, I don't want to give the whole ending away because I've already given you lots of parts of the movie. Um, so the ending is always the, the, the kicker. So I, I don't want to ruin that for you. But this movie um, talks about, you know, parallel universes, um, this comet created, you know, this this phenomenon that brought them all together in, in one spot. Um, so this is basically just a group of people that experienced that. So it was a really good movie. It was well, well thought out. Um, acting is kind of eh, so-so, but I, I, I like the concept of the movie. So um, if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it right now. I believe it is on Crackle for free. So all you'd have to do is download Crackle. It's just like Tubi or, or something like that if you haven't heard of it. Um, there's other good movies on there as well, so definitely check it out. And that kind of leads me to, um, you know, not only parallel universes, but like the, like the Mandela effect. Um, so I'm sure you've already heard about it, what it is. Um, but it trips me out that things like that are different for certain people because according to um, information that, that I've read on the internet that a third of our population um, has... Uh, th think of parallel universes... On a clock, you know, one through twelve. Let's say if there's twelve, right? It's like if somebody got a third of everybody in each one that were the same, rotated the clock one or two, and then replaced them all in different realities. Um, so, so I'll give you an example. So, so the most common theory out there going around right now about that is um, the movie Shazam. So, Shazam is a movie about a genie in the hood and whatever. Um, so the little kid makes the wishes and it's a kid's movie, right? So in, you got to think back and watch right now. So think back in your head. If you've seen Shazam, who was the genie? Who was the genie? Think about it. So for me personally, the genie was Shaq, but other people will argue that, um, and it's that third of the population that's supposedly from, from another reality that will say that it was Sinbad that was actually the genie and it wasn't Shaq. So I'm kind of curious to see how many of y'all out there that have seen Shazam that listen to this would think that the genie was either Shaq or was it Sinbad. So it's things like that that that, um, that stick out um, from parallel universes, um, things that have seeped in over to ours from other ones. So it's pretty interesting. Um, I was also reading on Reddit that there is a like a group of people and it's called parallel universes these people have had dreams or instances where um th there's a story about this guy that i was reading on there that was saying basically he was five years old 
and he went to sleep one night and woke up and he was like seven or ten years old but he fell asleep awkwardly on the bed like kind of like slightly sitting up a, a way that he would never sleep and he totally freaked out because he didn't understand what was going on he lost all that time just overnight um so it, it seems more of a time travel thing that, than a parallel universe but it, it was weird that you know people are experiencing this in real life and in dreams as well people are, are experiencing um visions or or um, things that they've you know could have seen here but in the dream it's different and they feel like they're they're drifting over to that other universe and picking up that residual information or or shit that that they see when they're in a dream state you know the the mind's a pretty powerful thing um we only use a percentage of it so when you tap into other parts of the brain it's amazing to see um, what it could do. Um, you know, it could give us the ability to be more intelligent, maybe even move things with our mind, jump parallel universes, you never know. Um, all, all that stuff is, you know, it's all theoretical. I'm sure there's some science that backs it up. But it, it's it's crazy, these people that experience this, and they are dead set, you know, that this has happened, and they've experienced this. And it's it's just weird. It fascinates me. It's 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 so interesting to read all these stories about people that have seen things from different uh, parallel universes um, that have even time traveled in their head and you know gone in the past and into the future and and, and relive things in a dream state. Um, so that just goes to show how how powerful the mind can be. It's it's a very powerful muscle in our head in our body, and that thing is you know. There's a lot of untapped uh, potential there, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I definitely suggest to go see that movie, Coherence. It was pretty good. There's also a movie that came out just this year. I actually rented it from Prime just so that way I could watch it. Um, it was called The Mandela Effect. It, it was actually about that. So, basically, this guy, that that's what was happening to him. Like, he was crossing over to the other alternate reality and then crossing back over. Things would move from over there to over here. And I, I believe it was because of a science experiment, if I was not mistaken. It's been some time since I watched it, so I, I remember the gist of it, not the specifics. Um, but I, I don't want to jump too far into it because, like I say, um, these are movies that I'm not reviewing, and I'm sure you haven't seen them yet. So I don't, I don't want to completely spoil it for you. Um, I, I, I'd like you to go and watch it, um, form your own opinion about it, and just um, see what you think about it. If you do watch it, um, again, let me know. Um, you can reach me on my social media. I'm pretty much an open book. You can ask me, converse with me about anything. And, and I'm down to talk about it. I mean, if you saw the movie, if you saw the other one, Coherence 2, or, or anything that I suggest, um, definitely let me know, and I will be happy to uh, you know, shoot the shit with you about it and see what you think about it. I am way too high to be talking about this right now. <laughs> I will go down this rabbit hole for hours. Um... I, there's some certain people out there that I talk to, you know, about stuff like this, and we can converse hours about this. It, it's something I'm, I'm passionate about as far as, you know, cryptids, anything about ghosts, hauntings, Mandela Effect, parallel universes, conspiracy theories. I can sit there and talk to somebody all day about it. So it's definitely something that, you know, has always interested me and, and I've always been into. But... Um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I think I've covered everything today. So I think we'll go ahead and cut it here. Now, before we go, before we wrap this up, um, definitely pull out that bong and take another hit right now. Um, thank you for watching the show. I appreciate it. 
um, well, not watching, listening, obviously, because you can't actually see me. Um, you wouldn't want to see me anyways right now. <laughs> so I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to listen to me babble for 45 minutes to an hour about nonsense and um, things that I like and, and things like that. So uh, I thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. I also want to plug, I also do another podcast. Um, I, I've ne- I haven't mentioned that at all in the first one. Um, I do a podcast named Hellhounds of Horror. I do it with uh, two other friends of mine, John and Al. So on that one, we, we do strictly horror movies, right? We review horror movies and, and we talk about it. Um, we've also interviewed some celebrities. Um, some of the latest ones would be um, Mr. James Jude Courtney. He played the latest Michael Myers in the, in the latest Halloween movie. Did I say latest twice? Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> I've, we've also talked to Mr. Michael St. Michaels. Um, he is Big Ronnie in The Greasy Strangler. If you have not watched The Greasy Strangler, stop what you're doing right now. Um, I, I don't suggest eating anything in this movie because it's pretty fucking gross. But it, it's it's disturbingly funny, if that makes any sense. I watched the first 15 minutes and I was like... It, it was so off-putting and, and I was grossed out and and uh, shocked all at the same time in the first 10-15 minutes of this movie I, it's fucked up but it's funny it's like horror comedy-ish whatever um, but the dude was awesome um, we had a great interview with him nicest guy he's pretty awesome uh, we, we also recently interviewed uh, Mr. David Howard Thornton from Terrifier he plays Art the Clown um, so definitely um, check it out if you are into the horror genre and you're looking for a podcast to uh, listen to for horror content, um, definitely check us out. We're on all major streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, um, you name it, we're on it. Um, but again, thank you very much for taking the time to listen to me babble your ear off, and we'll see you on the next episode.